My boyfriend's entitled mother disowns her son all because he wouldn't feed her gambling addiction, only to then turn around less than a week later and demand money from my boyfriend. Here's what happened. My partner's mom lives in a different city than we do and is pretty reliant on her kids. My partner has three sisters, and the other sisters don't want much to do with her. She does this to keep herself afloat financially. It's important to note that she has a serious gambling addiction. Because of this, she tends to blow through the money my partner and his sisters send her in a matter of days before immediately asking for more. She also loses her phone all the time. She simply doesn't understand the concept of being cautious and frugal with money and valuables. The event that really set off an alarm, however, was her winning $27,000 at a casino, all before the money was mysteriously gone in less than two weeks. He had also sent her over $1,000 in wire transfers over the last year, which she also wasted. From this point, my partner decided to start holding her more accountable for her irresponsibility and sent her a chime card, which he and only he can put money on it as well as withdraw money from it. He even warned her up front that if he saw that she took money out of the card at an ATM, that he would know she's wasting it on gambling and that he would pull the plug on it. She did not like this at all. After he made this clear to her, she called him a few hours later and left the following voicemail. Keep the money that you were going to send me because you and your sisters are no longer a part of my life. I'm disowning you from this day on. Stay out of my life forever. Obviously, she was angry that he wouldn't be feeding her gambling addiction anymore. It was harsh, but it was fine. Apparently, this isn't the first time she's done something like this. This happened last week. Cut to this morning, and my partner sees he has two missed calls from his mom, followed by a text message asking, where did you send my money to? We were both very confused when we saw this. My partner called her back and asked, why do you expect me to send you money when you said that I'm disowned from you? Her response was honestly to say that he would always be disowned from her. After my partner heard that, he hung up on her. She called back a couple more times about the money, which my partner wasn't going to give her. She even told him to be a man and pay her. He even called her back and played the voicemail she left into the phone, after which his mom again hung up. Just imagine having the absolute audacity to disown your son, only to then do a complete 180 and ask for money from that son. There was no apology about what she said, just a request for more money that she doesn't work for, as well as doubling down on what she said, yet still expecting him to feed her addiction. Let's just say my partner's mom is never going to be mother of the year anytime soon. That's really disgusting that this mom would disown their son over the fact that they're not going to feed their gambling addiction. It's really sad because this kind of behavior is just unacceptable. It sounds like this original poster's partner is well on their way to doing this, but they need to cut off this mom from any financial support permanently. If they're going to be acting like this and saying that they're disowning their son for their son not giving them exactly what they want, then it's time for them to figure this out themselves. It's probably going to take this lady to be homeless and without any support for her to realize that, hey, I need to start saving my money. But even then, that might not be enough. Gambling addictions are really scary because all of your money and assets can go straight into the void and be completely taken away from you all so you can get your fix. Hopefully, the mom in this situation can get some help because otherwise, this lady's not going to have anyone to even talk to her pretty soon, especially if she disowns people for not giving her what she wants. Several people in my social group are interested in the same guy, and I'm worried that there's going to be 
a fallout in our social group if this continues. What should I do? I am a long-standing member of an LGBTQ plus social group focusing on a slightly niche nerdy hobby. There are around 12 core members. Our ages range from 20 to mid-30s, and most of us are men. Mark, that's not his real name, joined the group approximately two years ago. He's one of the youngest in the group, and I'm somewhere in the middle. He was already in a long-term relationship when I first met him, and has only recently become single. I like Mark a lot. He is incredibly good-looking, but he is also smart, funny, and an absolute sweetheart. He is very popular in the group, and the dynamic has noticeably improved since he started coming. I've had a huge crush on him since day one, as have several other guys in the group. I know it sounds creepy, but we've joked about it sometimes, about how people would be queuing up if he ever became single. But obviously, we never did this in front of him. The general consensus is that Mark is the type of guy who will go straight from long-term relationship to long-term relationship. He's a bit of a romantic, and he's not the kind of guy who would be single for long. When Mark told us he and his boyfriend broke up, obviously we were all very supportive. We haven't seen him regularly since it happened because he's not felt up for it. He comes up in conversation regularly though. As I said, he's a popular guy. Last time we met up as a group, he wasn't there. He did, however, come up in conversation and someone said something about him being single for the first time in years. Without thinking about it much, I jokingly said, dibs, because it's not a secret that several of us are interested in him. Obviously, I I know calling dibs isn't a real thing. He's not my property and I'm not entitled to anything. It was just a stupid joke. Obviously, I wouldn't tell Mark how I feel about him until he's feeling better because I don't want to pressure him. But to be honest, I'm kind of worried that one of the other guys will swoop in before I get the chance. So maybe this was just my awkward way of bringing that up. It didn't go well at all, though, including with the other guys who I know for a fact are also waiting for their chance. I do realize it was a dumb thing to say, but the more I think about it, the more worried I am about us actually competing for him, both for our sakes as well as for his. It has the potential to be extremely uncomfortable. With the exception of Mark himself, none of us have especially good social skills. In contrast, he isn't remotely socially awkward, but he is young and doesn't like offending anyone, so if it does get messy, it could be rough on him. I fully realize he may not be interested in any of us. Frankly, he is out of all of our leagues. I have a few reasons to think I might have a chance, but I could just just be kidding myself. I'm mainly just concerned that if we all decide we want to make a move, how on earth is that going to go? Do we make an agreement amongst ourselves? That just sounds like some kind of sitcom stuff. And if Mark knew we were talking about him like that, I'm positive it would freak him out. I really like my hobby group and I like Mark being a part of it. Maybe the sensible thing would be to put my feelings for him on ice. I'm crazy about him though and I really don't want to miss my chance. What should I do? I'm not going to lie, the amount of people circling around around this guy like they're a bunch of vultures is really disturbing. And to be honest, from my perspective, it's a little creepy. Like, you know he's a sweet guy and he doesn't want to offend people, and it seems like all of you are looking at him like he's a piece of meat. You can totally have a crush on him, like don't get me wrong, but it seems like it's being handled really poorly. So I think you might have the right idea. Maybe put it on ice and see if he even comes back to the hobby group. Because if he's laying low, he's probably doing it for a reason. And who's to say he doesn't already know how people feel about him at this hobby group in general? Like, rumors can spread. Who's to say he doesn't know 
know what all of you have been saying about him. Maybe that's weirded him out. I don't know what the truth is, but honestly, I think maybe taking a step back and giving someone some space could really go a long way in this situation. My coworker refuses to accept that I cannot attend her party, and now I don't know what to do. My coworker has organized a big birthday party for herself and made it a wedding theme party, meaning that we are supposed to wear clothes that we would wear to a wedding as a wedding guests. This is all because according to her, as she has never been married and her father is now terminally ill, she wants to have a father-daughter dance. I already RSVP'd that I would go weeks ago. However, last weekend I began getting excruciating pain in my wrist. For some background on this, I've had cancer twice since I was 26. One tumor in my spine that was surgically removed after radiotherapy at 27 years old, and then a type of lymphoma in the glands of my throat that I had surgically removed January of 2021. Any bone pain now terrifies me, and rightfully so, to be honest. I went to the doctor finally on Thursday night when I couldn't move my hand and they confirmed with an x-ray that I have a growth on my wrist bone that could be bone cancer, but I won't know entirely until they test it. My coworker does not know about my history of cancer. However, as I kept everything very quiet when I had the time off and basically told my managers that if anyone ended up knowing that I had not personally told that I would be taking them to a tribunal regarding confidentiality as I am a very private person. I was lucky and privileged to be honest because none of my treatments led me to losing any of my hair on my head except my eyebrows and eyelashes which I blamed on my thyroid. I lost a couple of rows of hair on the back of my head weirdly but that was covered up by the rest of my hair and the rest of my hair just shed more than usual. So thankfully nothing major that would be super noticeable. I've been signed off of work with a sick note which carries me through to after a biopsy is taken. I'm in a great deal of pain and it's nerve pain so I need special neuro painkillers to even touch it. I messaged her and said I'm so sorry to let you down last minute but I can't come due to carpal tunnel and I know that's a lie but my business is my business. I also explained truthfully that I'm on loads of painkillers and I can't go. I expected that to be the last of it to be honest. Instead she has messaged me back and forth three times insisting that I must go. The first message said no don't do that. Can't you come for just a bit and get a few drinks in you so the pain feels less bad? I replied that I also didn't want work to find out I handed in a sick note and then went to a party. Again, I assumed the interaction would be done and over with from there. She messaged me back saying, I've been off sick with a broken bone before and went to a work event. Just don't appear in any photos. No one will tell on you. This filled me with so much social anxiety, to be honest, because I'm walking a fine line all the time at work between my professional assertiveness and maintaining friendly relations with my colleagues, as it is, and a fear dysfunction in my working relationships. I replied that I was taking my sick note in tomorrow and would let her know what my pain was like tomorrow, but I doubt that I would be able to come. I also said that I would reimburse her for the money she spent on my meal. She has messaged a third time saying, It's not about money. You were my top person on my list that I wanted there from work, and I don't want to have to look at your empty seat. I haven't opened or replied to the message yet because I've honestly never encountered such an unwillingness to accept what I'm saying in a context like this before. Does anyone have any advice as how to even navigate this in the first place? Pain, fear, and acute social anxiety are impairing my ability to make a good decision, I think. What should I do? I think the way your friend is acting is super inconsiderate. They are 100% thinking about themselves and not about you. I think your honest first step would be to stop trying 
trying to defend yourself or to try and justify your actions. You said you aren't coming. That's that. If she feels upset about that, well, then let her be upset. People cancel things all the time. You are not the first person on planet Earth to decide, hey, I've got to back out of this thing. It is what it is. It's not like you did this on purpose. You're having a medical issue that you're clearly concerned about. Also, for context, her coworker is 40 years old. You would think someone that old would have a little bit more consideration towards somebody else having a medical emergency. And yeah, I would classify this as a medical emergency. You're trying to figure out if you have cancer or not. That would be really scary. So I would personally message her back one more time and say, no, I can't do it. I've got some medical things going on and I would feel more comfortable staying home. And honestly, that's that. If she messages anymore, you don't even have to respond, in my opinion. Because if someone's going to be that super inconsiderate, then I truly think it's not worth even showing up. Today, I realized that I have no friends. Today was my birthday, and I don't really like to celebrate or do anything special, nor do I expect people to do something big for me. But I think I deserved a simple wish from some of my closest friends, who just so happen to be the same friends that I stay up every year all night to wish them a happy birthday once their birthday rolls around. But in complete contrast, nobody remembered. I am the most disappointed in my best friend, who I have known for 10 years. And it's not even about the birthday wishes that I didn't get this year, but rather it's about what's been happening for months now. I am slowly losing friends, and nobody is interested in staying my friend anymore because I am a boring person who took a very hard career and is always busy with college and stuff. And I am never in for stuff that normal teens or young adults do. But despite all that, I always find time for a few close friends, but now I think it isn't worth it. Most of all, I am heartbroken about my best friend. I reminded her that it's my birthday and she messaged me an hour later to apologize for not wishing me happy birthday. And honestly, it did not sound sincere. I told her it's okay and that I'm not mad at all. And after that, we didn't really talk. She had been ignoring me and avoiding me for several weeks now. And I think that was it. She has now completely checked out, it seems. I do not know if I should try one more time. I'm not sure if I should just throw away years of friendship without more effort on my part? Should I contact her again? What should I do? I've been in this situation and I know exactly what you're going through because losing friends in your 20s is something that just kind of happens. People that you spent so much time with, so much time getting to know and spending time around, eventually people do drift apart. Unfortunately, you can't hang on to everybody and that's just the truth. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I can tell you being in the throes of that and seeing your friends drift apart and people who used to be your best friends slowly become your acquaintances is really nasty and it really sucks. I think you can make efforts to try and reach out and rekindle that friendship, but honestly, if the other person is not putting in the effort that you're putting in, then in my opinion, just from personal experience, there's nothing wrong with letting go and letting them become an acquaintance. If they don't want to be that good best friend to you, then personally, I would just let them go in the direction they clearly want to go. I'm a firm believer that when someone tells you who they are, or if they show you who they are, you should believe them. And in this case, it seems like your best friend is slow drifting apart. Now, do I think you should drop them completely? No, absolutely not. I think you should go back and try and get things back together. It honestly doesn't seem like a lost cause. It seems like maybe your friend just forgot. It seems like an honest mistake. So in my opinion, I think you should go back and give it a try and see if you can get your friendship back together with this lady. Because who knows, she probably thinks you're still her best friend and maybe some honest communication will help you both see that again. My husband and I are expecting our third baby, but his family is mad at us because they think I'm ruining his life. 
My husband and I have two girls. One girl is 16 months old and the other is three months old. And we are expecting another one. I don't think any of it was planned. It just sort of happened. We stopped using protection, knowing what could happen. And well, here we are. It was our decision and fortunately, we can afford to have another baby. So when we told his family, we announced it as happy news. We didn't ask for advice on what to do. But anyways, they started telling us exactly what to do. His mother was furious with me because according to her, I am the one who has this obsession with having so many children, which is just simply not true. I always dreamed of having a baby and for years I thought I would not be able to have children. So when I finally got pregnant, I didn't mind having another one. But it was never just my decision. My husband always supported me because he also wants children. But it was never an unhealthy obsession because having children was never my only goal. It was just a dream. But according to her, I'm crazy and apparently I'm ruining her son's life. My husband told her to stop saying those things or else they would never hear from him again. But they kept saying those things as well as other terrible things about me. And when they started saying these things over and over again, my husband has taken the girls and refuses to contact them. It has been four days and we have not spoken to any of them, even when they've tried to contact us. They apologized to me and said that the news took them by surprise and that they shouldn't have reacted like the way they did. But still, my husband doesn't want anything to do with them. I talked to him and he says he doesn't want to talk to them for a while. I told him that in a few days it's his birthday and that his family had a party planned for him. He said he doesn't care and he wants to spend his birthday only with me and the girls. And I respect his decision. And I know that what they said was wrong, but they already apologized and I think they were genuine. I don't want that misunderstanding to end up in a fight that ruins their relationship forever. What should I do? It sounds like your extended family is really toxic towards you as well as your husband, which is really unfortunate because you would expect that having another child in the family would be a joyous occasion, but instead they turn on you and try and pretend like this is your fault? That's just disturbing. I completely understand where this guy is coming from. I would be super upset with my family if they said that about my wife as well, especially if I was in his shoes. So I kind of see where he's coming from. I think maybe giving this some time and allowing him to cool down might hopefully allow him to have a clear perspective where he isn't so emotionally engaged. And I honestly don't think the birthday party is going to happen. But I think eventually he can come to talk to his family again and hopefully they can actually mean it when they say they're sorry and never talk to you or your husband like that ever again. Should I be forced to pay my mom's mortgage? So a bit of background. My mom and dad have been divorced for some time now, which leaves my mom as a single parent to me. Since I started working, I have had to pay board and rent to my mom, which of course I have no issues with. However, everyone I've spoken to thinks I pay way too much. Since I got my first full-time job, I've had to pay $400 a month to my mom to live at home. This was not discussed prior, and I did not get a say on this. She seemed to just pick this number out of thin air. I have questioned where this money goes, as surely that means the house, including bills, costs more than $800 a month, as I assume I should be paying half. Every time I try to talk to her about it, she gets super defensive, she starts shouting, and it ends with us both getting angry and upset. During these discussions slash arguments, she keeps mentioning I wouldn't have to pay as much if she had two wages coming into the household. Surely that's not my problem or fault, right? It's not my fault that dad doesn't live with us. She also has lied to me by giving me different amounts regarding the amount outstanding on the mortgage as 
well as what I owe from bills. Anyways, it goes on and it gets worse. My mom has had a savings account in my name, which she is a trustee of since I was born. She had the money from the government for having a child put into there. By the way, I live in the United Kingdom. There is approximately $9,000 in the account, which I appreciate and is a lot of money. I was told growing up I would receive this when I turned 18. However, this never happened. I can also add here the fact that my mom has stated that this is her money and that she put it into a trustee savings account with my name as the beneficiary to avoid my dad taking half should they split up, which guess what? They eventually did. My mom had stated numerous times that she would like to get this withdrawn as she wants this money transferred to her bank account to pay off her mortgage, which she states has a shortfall of about $9,000. Again, when she's mentioned the outstanding balance on the mortgage, the number changes drastically, so I'm not sure if I believe her. I contacted the bank to see where I stand, and they stated that legally the money is mine as it has been saved and earned interest in my name. They said it would have to be put into a bank account in my name to be released, which is what I did, so I had the money put into my bank account to be put into a savings account each month to earn interest on it. However, my mom isn't happy about this and said she felt blindsided and that she wanted the money to be transferred into her bank account for the mortgage. She says that she wants the money when the savings account is finished, but I can keep any interest earned. The savings account is only a one-year account and is due to end in the coming months. So I'm just looking for some help on what to do in this situation, as she has again mentioned the money in the savings account coming to an end. I should also mention that my mom is most definitely not struggling financially. She had me set up a direct debit into her savings account from her bank, and I couldn't help but see the balance in her account. She could buy the house again at the original price and still have money left over. I'm totally lost right now. Do I give her the money? Do I give her half? Do I tell her it's legally mine and that I don't have to give her any of it? Money is such a difficult thing to talk about, even at the best of times, and it can sometimes bring out the worst in people. What should I do? Here's my honest opinion, and this does not answer your question at all. I would take the money and move out. Clearly, your mom's just trying to get that money to use it for herself. Sure, she's got a mortgage to pay off, but guess what? That money is in your name. To be honest, it sounds like your mom is super greedy and super entitled. You don't have to give her anything personally. I would honestly follow the advice of the bank and say, hey, it's yours. And the worst part about it is, she already has money she can use to pay for her mortgage. It literally sounds like she just wants this out of greed, which is just super unfair to you. So if I was in your shoes, I would not give this money to her. That's just my opinion, though. But what about you? What would you do if you were in this situation? Leave a comment down below. We would love to see it. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.